Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Pudding Boys. Pudding Boys. Pudding Boys. Pudding Boys. Podcast. Nice. Whenever I edit the peep, mm-hmm. and by edit I mean cut out the bits where I go beep to then put the jingles in, mm-hmm. that's the only editing I'll do. So if we ever, um, you know, divulge our bank details on yeah, air, we've, we've got to it's keep stuck there. Our own spice meter. Yeah. The one of the jingles, I think it's the jingle for pudding of the week. For some reason, it must be part of the data. It then starts playing the episode that I'm currently editing backwards, and so a bit it, like tracks with my mouse. So it's like chef You can still hear whether it's you or me speaking, and it's a little bit unnerving. Do you know, like at some point we should release an episode backwards and see if anyone picks up on it. Yeah, we could do the whole Led Zeppelin thing. Oh no, yes, I, I think so. This is probably as high quality as anything they put out. You know, I fucking hate Led Zeppelin. I don't hate them, I just find them a bit boring. I really, oh, yeah. I mean, I like Cashmere, everyone likes Cashmere. I think that, like... that's probably a better statement. I hate how much people tell me I should love Led Zeppelin more yeah. than anything else. Although I don't feel like that happens anymore. Now, you know once what? you leave secondary school, you know, you've got those kids that everyone says are cool, uh, but they're not actually Led that Zeppelin cool. For. And they always listen to Led Zeppelin. Well, like how the West was... They got the live DVD, is it like how the West was won or They've something? They've all got Mothership, that mm. best of, that everyone made a big deal about. And no one... I don't, I don't associate with anyone that thinks they're cool anymore, so I don't think I know anyone that listens to Led Zeppelin. No, that seems pretty fair, actually. I think that's yeah. why it irks me. I think it's things like Planet Rock. If I drift into that, it's See, like, I, you know I can't do radio. Every time they come on, you start gushing about you know Led Zeppelin, yeah. and I'm just going to go off for a cheeky wank. And you well, think, the, well, there's that shit um, band that just copy Led Zeppelin. What are they called? There's like a sound alike oh, band. A, they're quite new, and they're now doing like stadium tours on the yeah, back and they, they get sound mad. Like Led Zeppelin. Yeah, they get mad that everyone says that they sound like Led Zeppelin, but they were originally a Led Zeppelin covers band. What? Fucking... That's kind of like Ripper getting a bit sour that yeah. everyone says he sounds like Rob Halford on everything he well, does. It's a bit like, oh, Primal Fear sound too like Judas Priest. <laughs> but do, do you know what? Primal Fear sounds less like Judas Priest than these guys sound like Led Zeppelin. These guys sound exactly like Led Zeppelin. Yeah, yeah. Primal Fear don't... I need they, to find it, out what they're called. high vocals and like, like sharp guitar riffs. I mean, it's kind of... It's going to be difficult not to sound like Judas Priest. Greta Van Fleet. That's a stupid name. So there's the first video. Why would you yeah, call yeah, it's a stupid name. That? It's um, it kind of like sounds like they also wanted to rip off Fleetwood Mac. Greta Van Fleet. So I'm gonna. There's a video here that says, "Oh, it's an advert for Temu." That's a scam, obviously. Oh, apparently there's a whole thing with that. It's trying to steal your data well, surely apparently the the main thing with it is you know it'll say like you can get a switch for a pound yeah technically speaking you can but there'll be like two of them released at one minute past four in the morning for all users and you have to know exactly what like which url or whatever oh, it is right. to go to get that otherwise it's just piles of tap that have washed it's up on wish.com shit, yeah. isn't it yeah it's wish basically and it's yeah. It just it, the amount of money they must have poured into advertising is unsettling. It's wish. It's, yeah, yeah. So that was Greta Van Fleet. 
and they're getting some massive traction. Did you hear that? Yeah, I assumed it was. You could have told me that was like Jeffrey, and I wouldn't have. I don't even know what. what the band name is correct. Well, Hawk Turd, a relative mansion, a resident of Fankenmouth. He said that variation on the name was done. It's just a person. Oh, fucking. Even the name is stupid. It, so, it, it, what is it? It's what named is, after a person that lives in that town, but they got the name a bit wrong. And then, like, she said, Oh, that's lovely, dear. This is like a fucking. So, it's Simpsons not like that Franz sketch. Ferdinand band that named themselves Franz Ferdinand to be a little bit cheeky. Well, did Franz Ferdinand ultimately. Start the, the Second World War. Yeah, it was the Emperor, wasn't he? That was. That got shot yes. over a sandwich. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's. I feel like you're baiting me. I feel like bit. I've simplified it a bit too much there. He was yeah. eating a sandwich. I'm sure he, he was. He I'm was sure. Eating a sandwich? I'm sure he was going somewhere and then asked. Wait, he was in. He was in the car until when Prince. This is where they shot at him and chucked a grenade at him and everything kind of went wrong. But ultimately, they, they managed to get him. But I thought it was only there because he wanted to go for some food. I don't know that bit. Uh, that could be... In, then, I, then, do you know what? If you don't know it, then it's probably bollocks. Either that or you focused really hard on, like, the... The sandwich element of, the, <laughs> of that history course. <laughs> no, I, would, I would almost guarantee that it is complete bollocks. Well, the, yeah, well, Prince, it was in a cafe, apparently. I'm, oh, OK. I'm, I'm going from the Wikipedia. Well, there you go. It was go in a cafe. He was there because he wanted a sandwich. Yeah. Well, no, the guy that killed him was in the cafe. Oh. So he was having a sandwich. A sandwich did start World War One. Yeah, right, what? But it wasn't... The, oh, was it one, the sandwich, two? The sandwich was the aggressor. It was one. One, sorry. Yeah, two happened with those chaps from Germany that went... Oh, they got a bit angry, yes. Yeah. yeah. They, they, yeah was, I remember how was, two started there now. There was a lot of I'm having that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there was a lot of that in one. Two was just a little bit more on the nose. Less sandwiches in two. Much less uh, sandwiches. Yeah, they, had, they had chocolate by then. They did. Um, I think it was vegetarian, wasn't it? So, was it? Like, apart from cheese variations oh. there, on, you're not going to get that many sandwiches, are you? He's not, he's not having a no. club or anything. No, and I can't imagine. Maybe jam. Oh, if he goes a bit like yeah. the bear. I bet, no, I bet <laughs> I bet Hitler was a bit weird with like just like cabbage in, in the sandwich. That seems like the kind of thing he could have sauerkraut sandwiches. Seem like a cheese and pickle lad. No, he seems a bit odd. He was. He was off. And tomato. I think you can you can safely say Hitler, Hitler was a bit off. Right. He was a wrong yeah. one. Like, <laughs> you're allowed to say I'm that. I'm fairly sure that they had like posters up in 1939. You know, after and 40, just to kind of. When you weren't really going to say anything too bad because no. you didn't know who was going to win. Yeah. But yeah. you could probably get away with Hitler was a bit of a rotter. He was a rotter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think you can definitely <laughs> say that. I'm not having Hitler around for tea. Yeah. He's not on my Christmas card list. No, but at the same time, I don't know if I'm not... I'm assuming here, I've never seen them. I assume someone tried and has probably been told off. Mm. You don't get many bands called mm. Adolf Hitler, though. Oh, I guarantee there's some There'll be some, lots that are very, bands, very underground. Yeah. There, there will but be. But they'll be getting yeah. in a lot of trouble if they do things. Like yeah, Spotify like, aren't going to put them on their database. No. And they'll put anal cunt on their database. Yeah, I mean, anal cunt's there, yeah. Yeah. Um, have you ever asked Echo to play anything by anal cunt? I feel like I have done it at some point. It just goes, yeah. hey, beep, keep it. But apparently, I think there was a running thing a while ago that 
a hundred, the number in Welsh, yeah, sounds an awful lot like the word cunt. So, oh well, I'm going to try that next. Get Alexa to tell them. Alexa, say a hundred in Welsh. Echo, say a hundred in Welsh. Okay, Google, what's a hundred in Welsh? If, if people Siri. are doing this though, we've we, they've got us on, so we can just say cunt for them. There we go. My phone just said it doesn't speak that language. I will do it for you, cunt. Yeah, cunt. Shit, cunt, cunt balls. Yeah. We did it. <laughs> so, Everyone's just turned off because their oh, mum's come back into their bedroom. We've been talking for ten minutes and I haven't done the intro. Again. Welcome back to Pudding Boys, the podcast about everything and nothing. Every week we ramble on about something nerdy, learn a little more about the animal kingdom in Animal Fact of the Week and finally discuss and sample a pudding from around the globe in Pudding of the Week. I'm Bloor. I'm still going through the Fanders Ferdinand article. He's you know Nailer. There's, there's a lot of extra detail here that I'm quite enjoying. You know, I tended to worry more about the, oh, and it started World War One. You were worried about serial numbers on planes, let's be honest. <laughs> and we are the Pudding Boys. There we go. I've done the intro. We are almost ten minutes in. might have summed us up better than anyone ever has before. Yes, that He's was a... worried about the serial number on the plane. That was a very cromulent intro. <laughs> I've right. never heard that word. Now... <laughs> Did you in beginning? Did you? <laughs> did you ever? Uh, did you ever? Do you want to start? Because we've got two nerdy natter topics this week. I've got to talk a little bit about board games, and you've got to talk a little bit about cricket. Oh yeah, this you're going for your. I can see the look in your time. eyes. Go. All right. Okay. So. One of, the, one of the nice things you have in board games and miniature war gaming and all that kind of thing is you can play it in the rain. Yeah. Because you play it inside yeah. with a roof over you. Yeah. Or you sit outside. You just put an umbrella up. Yes. It's not yeah. fucking ruined. Close you, the roof on the stadium. You can't fucking play cricket in the rain. So. But you can play football in the rain. Exactly. And rugby. Exactly. And, and you can play cricket if you've got a roof over it or yeah. if you just played on a different day. Yeah. I've explained test cricket to you before. So it's... Again, wait. So they don't just say we'll play it tomorrow. Oh, Test cricket, okay, is a game played over five days. So both sides bat twice, both sides bowl twice. Right. That's yeah. I know you're already, you're already pulling the face that a I'm lot of already... people do if they're not into it already. But that's four days. No, no, because you don't. You can bat. I mean, you could bat for three days if you wanted to. If you were any oh, good. Oh, right. Um, the Ashes. Yeah. So the thing between England and Australia. So that's what's happening now. Of five games, yeah. each one lasting five days. Now, take apart from that, you, you hate cricket. Imagine the amount of people that are now, going I, to. Hold that. on, I don't know if I hate cricket. I just I don't like any sports. You just like the reaction that you get back. And, yeah. and also, crickets. If I was into a sport, it would be one of the silly American ones where there's like hot dogs and big fingers. That seems very cricket, though. Like that's. <laughs> That that sounds like a rule. That there's like a hot dog round where yeah. everyone kind of has to. I just, I just yeah, sure. The bales even look like little hot dogs. The things on top of the wickets, they look like sausage rolls, don't they? They do. Little yeah. wieners. But okay, so this thing between England and Australia. Yeah. You've got the first two five-day games were played, and Australia won both of them. Yeah. The third five-day game was played, and England won that one. Okay, so it's so two one. It was two one. The fourth one. Mm-hmm. Bearing in mind that realistically somebody's got to win 3-2 for it to be interesting. Yeah. The fourth one gets three and a half days in. Yeah. England doing really well. So there's a little bit of sour Englishman about this, but there's also a little bit of how the fuck do you stay into this game? Yeah. England doing quite well. It starts raining. The whole fucking thing gets wiped out. 
you've these people, these highly paid professional sportsmen, have paid for three played for three days to get to a point where you know how it's going. Yeah, you've got tens of thousands of people have travelled to. I think it was in Manchester, the one that got rained off first. Have travelled up to Manchester for a day out in Manchester, which is never going to be fun. So they need something to get them through it. Sure, and that's the cricket. Um, and it got rained off, so they just oh, call it then. Fuck it, it's a draw. So now it's so now it's two one. The one they're playing at the minute is also a bit in danger of being rained off. I really enjoy playing cricket. I quite enjoy watching cricket. I've been into it since I was an early teenager. No, I was younger actually. I was probably in primary school when I first started playing cricket. Yeah. I've had enough. I've got a solution for it. What, put a roof on it? Well, no, not even that. Or have a spare day. It's, well... Go on. Right, you tell me. The Ashes is only ever England and Australia, isn't Mm. it? Play Australia. So, So why would you play it in England where it could rain? Yeah, but when it rains in Australia, holy shit, like... But it just doesn't. Yeah, when it does. But, and you, when it does, you know it's oh, coming, yeah, and you it know it's going to last this lot. Like, it's kind of a, a more set thing. The thing is, though... Like, There's it, a okay. rainy season, whereas England's a rainy it's country. A rainy, yeah, it, we are a rainy season. So, so why are we playing in Manchester and not didgeridoo Kalamajiru? Because most people aren't getting it to go over to didgeridoo. Uh, yeah, that's that's probably about as accurate a name yeah. as any of the places. Walla Walla Land. Yeah. Anyone, anyone. I would from have here. called it a chaswaza. <laughs> You're really in. Aren't you? <laughs> I'm, I'm really into the Simpsons. G O B E. Yeah, so it, <laughs> I've, I've been watching the Simpsons as well. And do you know what? It's entertaining. Cause if you know if I put an episode of the Simpsons on, yeah, I know it's going to finish. I'm going to get some gags, get some laughs. Some aren't going to be as good as call it halfway. Yeah, but he's not going to get halfway through. Like, Flanders isn't opening his left-handed store. Yeah. And we just see it on a slow decline, but we don't really find out whether it made it or not. Yeah, it just ends. Exactly. We don't know... We, we know that, yes, the Germans took over the power plant. Yeah. But Mr. Burns got it back. That yes. storyline resolved itself. Cricket is just kind of, well, fuck it, so draw them. Yeah. And it's... I, I feel like I've been working really hard for the last 97 episodes to try and talk you around gently to cricket's all right, really. You should probably give it a go. And I feel like I fucked it. You feel like it, I was one right. One day you do, you'll go, you'll spend your money on tickets, you'll get all geared up for a day at the test. You know, you'll get your beer money out, your hot dog money out, your fish and chip money out. You'll probably plan to have three dinners. Yeah. And it'll rain. And you'll have to either sit there under, a, under an umbrella or go for a nice walk around Leeds because... Mm. Well, in the rain. Do. Yeah. So, going to The Simpsons, before we dip hmm. into my kill team thing, because I did say that we'd do an update, because we are on The Pudding Boys trying to find where it is where The Simpsons turns shit. And we've had one one blip so far, and that blip is the... A couple of blips, actually. The first blip is when um, Paul McCartney and Linda McCartney are guest-starring... It's the whole episode is great. The Lisa, the vegetarian one with the flying pig, great episode. But that end bit with them is painful because it's just an it's advert for her frozen food. She even says like, "I was bored that other frozen food companies weren't doing." It. It's like this is hot, like really awful. Um, really, really good Apu moments in that episode, though. Yeah, he comes in really strong. Really he calls strong. Lisa being yeah. an human monster. It, yes, That's it's fucking brilliant. Genius. Yeah, I, I like that episode. 
So that was a blip. Then there's the clip show where it's mostly just bits from the Tracy Ullman show. So before The Simpsons, mm. there was a show that the that The Simpsons was on. It was like a little short thing as part of the Tracy Ullman show, I think. Could be talking up my arse. You might want to Google that. Um, and they, they're awful. The Tracy Ullman show shorts are shit. Like, not just bad. They're shit full stop. Like, even cartoons at the time were better than that. I don't understand how it ever got, like, pushed as its own thing. You're right about it being the Tracy Ullman. Yeah, it's known for producing a series of shorts featuring the Simpson family. Yeah. which was later adapted. So they are really, like, really early ground for the Simpsons. Yeah, and um, before them... And so what they did is they put all of these shorts in an episode where hosted by Troy McClure so that they were available because otherwise they would have just disappeared into the ether. And by then, you're in, like, season seven. Oh, so The Simpsons is a big deal by it's now. It's by then. Yeah. It's really, like, it's in its... Well, you've it's had a president pop. guest star on it by then. Yes. Like, and that's uh, actually George W. Machinia. That was actually a good episode. Is that the one where they move in? Yeah. Where ho- Homer the two bad neighbours? Yeah. Oh, it's, it's a fucking good a episode. Fucking you didn't banger. get that one on TV a lot as a kid. I think maybe no. we didn't get it in England because... It was very political, wasn't it? It was Maybe. really tied to the Bush yes, dynasty. Yeah. Um, oh, the fucking Two Bad Neighbours banner, though, that. Yeah. <laughs> so so we've only had a couple of blips. I am currently on season seven, and I've just finished episode 17, Home of the Smithers. This was a weird one, because it's a decent episode so far, but it's the first time you see Homer acting completely out of character. Like, Waylon's about to give up and take the job as uh, Barney's distraction while Mo unloads the beer because mm. he's been fired by Mr. Burns. And Homer's like, no, don't give up, Waylon. Blah, 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 we'll get your job back. And it's like, Homer, to this point, just wouldn't wouldn't have even acknowledged that that was happening. I think that's the thing, isn't it? And you've said before this, this weird bits where it stops Homer just being like, just dumb enough. Yeah. But- it's, like, it's like they had to move the show along so they got Homer to be the one to tell Smithers to go back, but he wouldn't. He just wouldn't do that, because he wouldn't care. He's very awkward. Yeah, it, it was a bit awkward, but it's only that's a tiny bit of the episode. It's still going very strong. Um, I've just had my, I think, my favourite episode of all time. Go on. It's just played, which is the Bone Storm episode, where Bart steals the video game. Um that's strong all the way through. It's it's very. It's got one of my favourite bits. Just the Millhow or Milho. Milho. Thrill Ho. Sorry, um, Thrill House. But it just says Thrill Ho. That to me really hit. Like they it's... they they played a few video games before they made that episode because it you know it works very well. Yes, it's it's just awkward enough and half-assed enough and. So hold on. So season seven's actually been really strong. Like, apart from starting with Who Shot Mr. Burns Part Two, which I don't like either of them. They're not very interesting. Bart Sells' Soul was really good. The Treehouse of Horror in this season was very good. King Size Homer. I mean, King Size Homer, where he gets fat and he has to wear a moo moo. That's a big one. That's a very funny one. Yeah. It's so, okay. We're, we're quite way behind you. I'm still. I've, just moved into five i think but we've just three i think is where we found we found more of the episodes you know that you can remember from childhood yeah just stuff like flaming mose Fla- in yeah. season three so early the, well, the germans taking over the plant season three one thing that so we've just 
the episode I think it might be is Two Bad Neighbours. Mm. Two Bad Neighbours, I'm fairly sure, is the first time and that's season seven, halfway through, it's the first time you see Disco Stew. Really? Yeah. Season seven, halfway. By that point, Bleeding Gums has come and gone. Bleeding Gums, he's yeah, he's dead in like season five. Um, holy shit, yeah. you kind of just assume. It's fucking insane, isn't it? But uh, the, the episode that I really like, my favourite, is, is Marge Be Not Proud. That's what it's called. Although, to be fair, I think we've just... I think Bumblebee Man's just started appearing. Well, I think oh, he's, uh, yeah, Bumblebee Man's five. only in like a tiny clip here and there at the start yeah, he's he's just started popping up in a couple of the ones where, you know, something's going on on telly, basically, like where mm. Ken Bachman decides that he's leaving. My, I think one of my other favourite episodes might have been season five, where um, Homer steals the Gummy de Milo, or Gummy de Milo. The Venus. Peels it off the, uh, yeah, Venus yeah. de Milo, peels it off the babysitter's bum, and he just give me that sweet, sweet can. Oh. No, Mr. Simpson, stay away from me. We're oh, the, the reacted one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, it's brilliant. We're coming up to that, I think. I can't find it. I'm not going to make you guys listen to me. Searching to through. But, so that was our series update. It's still strong. Season 7, halfway through, still very strong. I think we're getting... I think we're going to get okay into, like, decent what? double figures. Not far. We're not yeah. going to get to, like, season 16. But... So my, my... The thing I'd always heard was seasons 3 to 9 are the golden ones. But to me, season 1 and 2 are just as good as 3. So I... I kind of... I'm a bit steadfast that it was brilliant all the way through up to where I am, at least. It's quite... It's really hard. Fuck me. Season two, episode two, is the one where um, Homer starts getting his hair. You know when he takes yeah. the Demoxinil. Yeah, it's it's brilliant. It's, oh, that's it's really a good hard. It's really hard to flex on that. Like, dancing Homer. Yeah, is in season two. Yeah, the baseball mascot one. Oh shit! Yeah, uh, pun me. Yeah, it's a big time. Right, before we move on to our animal fact... He's going to make us listen to something about kill team, I promised you that I'm going to... Oh, no, this time we actually... Embarrass myself. Finally, because normally it's just I was quite good at kill team and you're getting the redacted version. No, so I went to a a very, very small tournament. It it turned out to be a bit more of a... um, like an intro tournament. I didn't realise that some of the people hadn't Did really you ever a played before. Where you played against this yourself this time. Kind of. Yeah. Um, so the first round I was pretty much teaching the guy how to play. So uh, what I did, because it was a tournament... <laughs> this meant to be the one where he's modest, guys, by the way. I was t- teaching this new... No, no, li- like literally I was showing him what the rules were and things like that. Not like I was showing him how to <laughs> it be It sounds good. like you. Th- that might be how you won. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, yeah, so I showed him, but because it was a tournament... I I still like made sure I had scored all my points, you know, um, and it was very easy. The second round, because it was uneven numbers, I actually got buy-in, uh, which means you just skip the round. So I actually kind of went round helping everyone with the rules for their teams, mm. because what I hadn't mentioned is the morning of the tournament, we all showed up at the same time at the shop and pulled a random number and got our blind teams is that tournament oh it's the so, one where it, wait yeah. so is this the one where you built them we sat well? there we all built them but you didn't have to paint them because that would have taken didn't have to paint weeks, that would have yeah. been insane mine are covered in mould lines and sprue gates because I was just like this is fucking ridiculous because I sat down and I was at the bottom of the list so everyone was getting their numbers first and I was like 
I was thinking, oh, I would really like um, maybe Phobos, Legionaries, uh, Eclusidian Star Striders, maybe Kroot would be really cool. Yeah, you sold your crew. I didn't sold you? my crew. Um, you got Pathfinder, didn't you? No, no, no. Oh, you you were building up to something you didn't really want. Oh, I got I got the worst thing I could have possibly got, and then I thought, well, maybe Blooded or Galapox just for fun because yeah, I like playing them. them. I could, yeah, I'll just steamroll with it, or even like Arbites, the mm. the police officers. They're really cool. Okay, so what did Loads you get? Loads of cool what? stuff. Because you seem I got, mad. I got Corsairs, Eldar Are they Corsairs. Quite, they're like fancy elf pirates. Min-max. They're probably the worst in the meta. Probably the worst team in the whole meta at the moment. Because they're not... They're fine, but they're just not good enough to make any headway against elite teams. Corsair Void Scarred, they're called. They're just crap. They were a bit oh, crap. Oh, do you know what as well? They look stupid. I bet you hate them. Yeah, I do. <laughs> they look really edgy, don't they? They are. Yeah. I like um, normal Eldar, normal space elves. But those ones, they've tried to make spa- space elves look cool. And you've made a mistake there. They're supposed to look campy and silly. They look... Some of these look like they watched The Lost Boys a lot when they were growing up. They look like the sci-fi equivalent of having watched the Vikings TV series and now they think they're Vikings, so they make TikToks about being Vikings. Uh, You're just going on those ones that you keep saying where people's dudes with top knots keep singing stupid songs. I am a Viking, look at me on a boat. It's just... They're just falling back on the, what should we do with a drunken set? Yeah, it's just shit. It's just shit. Vikings equal so pirates. Yeah, I had this gone. shit team that I didn't like, and putting them together, each one of those models is a minimum of 11 pieces. How long did you have, loosely, to we had, build? We had two and a half hours to build. And how many buildings? Six, I had to build seven, nine, nine characters, yeah. So that's more. It was, so in the first hour, I built a dude and a half, and then I was like, no, fuck it, just clipping them off the sprue and glue in. Like they might look pretty bad. I can clean them up probably a bit, but I'm probably not going to paint them. Yeah, you're not going to fill them. I'm not going to finish these guys. Uh, you, well, uh, yeah, when you when you finally teach me how to paint, yeah, I'll paint them for you while I'm doing. We could the do pathfinders. a test run. We could yeah. do them and then the pathfinders. <laughs> That's yeah. probably a good idea, actually. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, we'll do. We need to do something this this summer anyway. Um, so yeah, I got this really kind of team that I didn't want to. I did have fun with the team in the end because they do have some silly shenanigans. <laughs> they are not good enough. Um, so won the first round max tac ops obviously second round I got the buy in max tac ops and I was going around helping people play which was actually quite fun uh, and the guy that owns the shop was quite appreciative because he didn't really know the rules that well either um, yeah it's a lot to go around yeah I, I even well. said to him if he wants to give me the buy in because he can arrange who, who doesn't play next I'll go around and help and it worked out really well um and then the third round was against someone that's actually part of my kilting group, um, who's a, a lot newer than us, but he had legionaries, chaos legionaries, and they are a very good team. And he plays a team similar to them, so we knew them quite well. Um, but I was doing okay. I think it was pretty neck and neck mm. when it happened. Okay, so this is this is the pivotal moment the in pivotal the whole moment. tournament. So when I played against Corsairs in Manchester, I charged the the duelist, he's like a pistolier guy, and he shot me in the face and killed my guy. I was like, holy shit, he can do that. And they're like, yeah, he can shoot in engagement range. I was like, okay, that's insane. And I thought, wow, well, I might be able to do that this game. His butcher, the guy with the big axe, charged my duelist, and so I shot him in the face. 
And he was like, can you do that? I was like, yeah, I looked at the rules. It says the duelist can shoot in engagement range instead of fighting, can choose to shoot. Okay. So you think that's fine, and it killed the butcher. Yeah. Which isn't the big deal. It then, the next turn, my duelist went on to kill the leader and plasma gunner. So it, the, the it duelist settled. itself was the, the big deal. That, yeah, and the fact that you didn't get walloped. Yeah, the fact that, because the duelist would have died in close combat yes. with the butcher. You can only do that, you can only shoot on your turn. So I should have had to fight. The guy in Manchester didn't cheat. He'd put his on guard because we were playing the indoor variant. So I'd kind of misunderstood. And I've, I've spoken to the guy since and I've spoken to other people. And they're like, there must have been tons of wrong rules that day. No one knew their teams. Well, at the end of the day, you're playing a team that you don't know very well. So you, you this know, is it. it's not... Okay, fine. It's not actively cheating. I didn't mean to cheat. I definitely cheated, but I didn't mean to cheat. Consciously cheat. You were just being dumb and stupid and not understanding the game. So I messaged uh, the bloke that I played in the final because, as I said, he's part of our group. If Mm. if he wasn't part of our group, I'd have been kind of shit out of luck, and I I don't think I would have kept the trophy. No, I bet you fucking would have I don't done. think I, I would. No, it would have felt a would bit sour. <laughs> it would have been a bit sour. You'd have put um, it near the back of the collection, but you'd have kept the fucking thing. Nobody's I'd have put it on that. eBay. The, um, <laughs> you'd probably sell that. Someone wants to pretend they're good at Kill Team, like I do. I was going to say, but then you'd have to buy another one and pretend you're good at Kill Team. So, <laughs> so I messaged him and, and just explained it, and he goes, oh, shit, we'll... And then I said, do you want to play a rematch? Um, and so we're going to where we normally play in a couple of weeks time the we're going to both warehouse. take our grey grey plastic armies from the day and I'll take the trophy down and we'll play it out again um, I think I'll probably get my ass handed to me because he'll know legionaries even more by then and I'm not going to bother reading the Corsair's rules no, so I'll be giving that trophy away but I feel like that's fair you know that was a real like redemption that felt like a Simpsons episode yes yeah, yeah. the only problem is you get points Oh, so you still get the points. However, the tournament was so small that the points, you only only your top four points count towards your ranking. And my bottom level is way above the uh, points I got for winning that entire tournament. So, so it doesn't really it's, it's not going to affect me. Yeah. It would have uh, it would have helped him, but I've sp- I was speaking to him at the time and he really doesn't care about playing competitively no. he just likes playing, having fun so no, I, can I don't see think that. he I think cares unless you're going around the country yeah. doing these things it doesn't yeah. matter to you to have no. some from one tournament yeah this is it so all in all I won the thing however I probably shouldn't although we don't know I th- maybe I would have won it doesn't matter <laughs> We'll we'll have a rematch. More. You're cheating harder than the Australians did. Yeah, but you're just more penitent about it than they. Yeah, are. I, I cheated so hard and then felt bad. You're going to cry on TV like Steve Smith did. Yes, they they fucking did. By the way, this was funny a couple of what? years ago. You, you're not allowed to tamper with the ball. Obviously, yeah. you're not like in. You any can't, yeah, you ball. can't. So they snuck some sandpaper in in their pocket to rough up one side of the book. If you rough up one side of the bottle, yeah. air goes faster over the smooth side. And it will curl. So it'll either do that or that, depending on which side the smooth one. So it either... You well, know, would they not notice it when the ball was rough? Well, it, it happens anyway as part of it hitting the ground and okay. bouncing around. So they were being quite... And then a TV camera... That's really sc- you're scummy, though. International cricket players, you're on TV, yeah. and they're looking around you. When the ball goes somewhere... The camera tends to follow the ball. Yeah, and you've so they've got pulled a little bit out of some sandpaper. Yeah, just roughing it all up. 
And then the best part is um, they cried on telly because they obviously got banned. And then was they, they didn't get banned forever. They only got banned team. for a couple of years. No, the couple that were actually implicated in the... Uh, all the England fans have masks made up of Steve Smith crying. Oh, so Whenever he's playing... He's, oh, he's, he's a very back. good cricketer. He's back? he's back now, but he's a very good cricketer. But whenever he plays, he's got loads of his face behind him. Looks like he's crying on telly. Shit. So um, at least there's no coming back from that. No, you're always going to be a cheat. I mean, at least with you, it was an accident. It was unconscious cheating. You yeah. didn't take your dude in there knowing that you no. were going to shoot him. I, in did, the I face. didn't put him in front of his close combat yeah. specialist and go. I dare you to charge me and then I'm going to make up a rule about it. <laughs> when you've gone around teaching everyone else the rules. You did yeah. load the base a little bit in your favour by teaching everyone the rules, but... <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah, so... Yeah, you didn't I, cheat that hard. TR, TLDR, TLDR? Too long, didn't read yet. I cheated but didn't mean to, but will be rematching the... Uh, for the trophy. I bet if you lose it, we don't hear about it. I bet you hope everyone forgets oh no, after we'll, this. We'll, we'll come back in. I bet he fucking doesn't. I bet we stopped doing the... The rematch is on the 11th. Of September? Yeah, August. Before we oh, go oh, to... Oh, oh, so... Bloodstock. Oh, yeah. So you'll get that episode in, like, mid-September at the rate we're currently putting them out. I forgot. Dickhead. I forgot, and also my fucking laptop won't upload... So you'll get this episode when you Still get it. Still not your laptop. True. <laughs> you can't assert possession and then it's yours. Do you know what I can assert possession over, though? Hello and welcome to Animal Fact of the Week. It's Animal Fact of the Week. I still haven't written an intro for it, but I do have an animal fact for you. So right, we've got a sweet sting before it as well, so you've just enjoyed that. The sting is great. It's really fucking good. It's, it's, it's the it's, best part of an episode of The Pudding Boys now. It is, yeah. <laughs> and if, you, if you're if you not aware of what Bonsai Buddy is, just go down that rabbit hole. Go check out Nakey Jakey's video on uh, downloading illegal MP3s. He's in there. Okay. So, are you ready for this week's animal fact? Yes. If I were to tell you the region, you guess the animal. So it's in Australia. Camel. Uh, camel. No, kangaroo, the other one. No. My, uh, wallaby. No, you're Dingo. very close. Very close. Wombat. Wombat. So it is a marsupial. All of their animals sound fucking made up. Well, all of those are marsupials that you said, apart from camel. And dingo. Oh, dingo. To dingo a dog. I thought it was a dog-like marsupial. You're a dog-like marsupial. Medium-sized canine. Oh, yeah, it's just a dog. It's not a marsupial at all. I thought it had a pouch still. I think there is... Is it a Tasmanian tiger that was a marsupial? That sounds... what it's. It... I know the Tasmanian devil is. Thylacine. It's a type of wolf. No, I don't think that was a marsupial either. Oh, it is, yes. It was a marsupial. And it looks just like a dingo with stripes. Fucking hell. Everything in Australia looks like somebody drew it from memory. Well, I mean, that's dead. They're all dead now. Oh, well, yeah. welcome to Animal Fact of the Week. People had them. Um, do you want this week's Animal Facts? I've been building... not, it's not I've... that everybody's dead, then. I've built it up too much now. You know what I've done? Yeah, go on. Because it's not <laughs> shooting blood out of its eyeballs, the wombat. <laughs> yeah, Otherwise, you'd, you'd have heard blood about out that. Of its yeah. Dick, then. <laughs> Wombats take 100 cubed turds in a day. 
So, despite having a round sphincter like most mammals, mm. its poops are cubes. That sounds uncomfortable. They are, but they're... So, scientists don't entirely know how, but they must control their poo and shape it on the way out. So, their poos like, they're cold, are like, You know square, when you get... Um, like a cola cube. Yeah. Well, you know when you get a Starburst? Yeah. And you take them out of the packet and they're a bit tough, you know, especially if it's been cold yeah. or something. And you sort of massage them between your fingers a little bit. And you I don't up, do that, no. Do you not? No. Oh, well, their colon apparently. Your colon probably does it, but... Yeah. Yeah. No, that's what it's doing. It's just it's massaging just them. It's shaping yeah, them. It's like stress relieving. scientists found out why they do it. Not how, but why. They do it because wombats use poo... To like as a marker light for their territory. Well, obviously, I've just googled it. They are you're not. They are square. Exaggerating. No, that. they're very square. That is a if if you got all of those in a bag of munches, you wouldn't then know. Their, their quality control is on point that day. Yeah. So they do them square so that they don't slide off rocks, so that they can poo and it stays put where it oh. is because they're using that to like mark out their land. That so it's like a little thing. kind of fence for them. And poo fans. they make it brick-shaped so that they can keep the bricks in place. Well, they can build them, a little house out of so it So they don't slide off rocks. You know, it's all going to fit together. But the unfortunate thing about this fact is in 2019, so quite recent, scientists discovered why they were doing square poos to stop them sliding away. Mm. They were given the Ig Nobel Prize, which, have you heard of the Ig Nobel no. Prize? It's like a piss take. Like, you've done something completely so like a darwin award but you don't die it's the yeah it's yeah. well no it's like you've made a scientific discovery oh, but it's trivial thing yeah. and no one cares oh, okay i care yeah I'm, I'm more in on that yeah than that's more important to me than climate change well at least the square poo exists i've seen <laughs> <the trivial. laughs> it's, it's becoming this kind of podcast <laughs> this is the joe rogan experience now <laughs> we're gonna move numbers of the beast over to pantera because everyone that listens to oh, is gonna get really into that yeah and the biscuit <laughs> jesus christ oh that was a fun shift for for just to to I will stake claim like we like to stay very neutral no climate change does exist if you don't believe it you're silly yeah, if you, I'm going. If you, I'm, I'm going you've out. You've not on a been limb. outside in the last two years. Yeah. If you don't think that climate change is a thing, which actually post COVID, a lot of people hadn't. So yeah, but yeah this, maybe that's, that's true. Okay. So that's your animal fact of the week. Do you have an animal fact for me? Well, based on today, I'm going to go with a, a fairly strong assertion. It's probably fact. My dog's breath contains more urea than her piss. <laughs> Holy she shit. just licking. It was in my face the whole way oh, home from Poppy Woods. God damn, oh. piss breath dog. Well, there you go. Everyone's a little bit smarter about the animal kingdom, though. You're yeah. welcome, audience. Let's have some pudding. Pudding of the week. Welcome back, fellows, to Pudding of the Week. The segment of the you show to tell us who you are, where Thomas. I, Thomas Lethbridge, <laughs> learn teach you a little about a delicious dessert <laughs> from around shit. the globe. <laughs> do not tempt it's me, Frodo. Like Thomas Lethbridge didn't do his research for and ranks it on a scale of his choosing. Naylor ranks it on a scale of his choosing. <laughs> 
because he is Naylor. You know when you know normally like a possession they go all like red eyed. Caramel shortbread is adapted is an adapted form of the original Scottish shortbread, and has been renamed Millionaire's shortbread hmm. due to the well decadence done. of the treat. It is a very flaky shortbread layer followed by a layer of condensed milk or caramel followed by a thick layer of milk chocolate. Well, it's a, for, such a shoddy intro. It dates it really from the early 1950s. 1950s, yeah, that sounds right. right. This, yes. this didn't come over with the Saxons, did no, it? No, it was called Caramel Crunch and it was part of the Scottish Association of Young Farmers Club's recipe book. Ah, so the one year I missed. Yes. They put out the good recipes. The, the first non-haggis-based pudding. No, I'm just going to have a sip of Blaws water and... Make it look like squash. <sighs> oh, that is a tart Ribena that's just come back out of your mouth. He's bleeding more. Well, he was a bit of a mess today, wasn't he? I think he's either been... It, yeah, it's that almost... That was drunk Thomas. That it, was opium Thomas. It's almost like Thomas's laptop has been playing up and he hasn't prepared like he normally would. I still think it's quite uh, quite bold of you to think that Thomas has bought his own laptop and isn't just pilfering one from whichever demonic organisation he works for. This is quite nice, actually. Yeah, you were being a big dummy about these. So... The thing, the problem I have with Millionaire Shortbread Too is the flavor. shortbread layer. It's not like I like my shortbread to have a snap. This is you like your fingers of shortbread you get. This, this is, is more not like shortbread. A good version of what was in the knocked off Aldi chocolate bar that we had the other week. That was a bad end of what we've got in front of us. Yeah. This is a posh Twix, hmm. but I'm saying I would like it to be a bit more biscuity. Mm. Having said that, this one tastes very good. Of the millionaire shortbreads I've had, this is actually one of the best ones. I usually only have that, um, you know, the little bites ones that you mm. get in the co op. They're a bit crap. They don't taste like anything. You're but buying those for like an off number birthday. This like, has got like going a, to work. a smoky like caramel. 43rd or something. Mm. Yeah, you're not bringing out the big... You're not going to Millie's Cookies no. for your 43rd birthday. It's like 21 and 50. Yeah, the caramel on this is really carrying it quite high. Mm. I don't remember it as a child, though. I only remember seeing it, like... I don't know, as a teenager. Um... I've looked at this before because when, when we were growing up coffee shop was just starting to appear in the UK mm. so you didn't have Costa, Starbucks that kind of you know you'd probably have them if you went down to London if you went to like Common Garden or something you had, you had tea rooms mm. or cafes attached to like shops you had a calf yeah yeah you could all you could, like, it always smells like and I'm not I'm not big dicking this because you have a good time mm. but it always smelled like the cooking English breakfast yeah Maybe had a couple of croissants. Well, you had a bacon sandwich. You didn't have a cake. 
Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, yeah. You know, if they might start creeping out, like either that, you might have a pan of chocolate if you really went to one that was like going for the. If you went to a cafe in Birds, because mm. some of the larger Birds bakers had a cafe. And we had a couple near us that opened that really went in on the like continental cafe kind of thing. Mm. I can remember as a kid being fucking thrilled at the prospect of having a Danish for breakfast. I bet you fucking were. Fat, get the <laughs> you fat little nailer. Don't cut out cool the fat it. little like, nailer boy. If you didn't grow up in some kind of bumpkin land <laughs> where, <laughs> where you had to eat turnips for breakfast. I bet you were on a fucking leash when you waddled in. <laughs> <laughs> One of those baby leases, arms out. Oh, look at the Danish! <laughs> look, Mommy, look at the Danish! had to put the sneeze guard in when you started going. <laughs> <laughs> They used to just be open on the side. You just took one because they trusted you to I have bet, washed your hands. I bet you would scream. I, I want a Danish and a pot of chocolate. <laughs> and all of Norway. <laughs> Those of you that monkey. haven't listened to the band Rebellion, which is... Almost everyone on the green earth. I think we've told our listeners to listen to Rebellion mm. many well, times, and if again. they haven't by now, but I'm not sure they're going to start. If you like heavy metal and you think you're a big Viking, the first two albums were a great time, but also if you just want to have a little bit of fun. Yeah. If you like heavy metal and you think you're a Viking, stop it. Grow mm. up. Yeah. Take stop your man it. bun out. Yeah, take the man the bun out. Stop order, dressing up called. your tit. Mm. Like TikTok is for little girls and paedophiles, so get off that for a start. Oh, it's a fucking brilliant. You know, one of those um, slightly off cartoon things. The memes. Mm. Have you seen the one where Dad's talking to his son? He's like, "One day you'll be a man, son." It's like, "Dad, I'm 25." He's like, "Yes, but you still use TikTok." That's a good time. It's a really good. <laughs> That's a very it's up good there time. With, Why are your eyes wet, red? I was smoking weed. Don't lie to me. You, you're crying because I beat you at Mario Kart. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good time. So, what scale? I assume not cricket. No, nah, fuck cricket. What is the scale which we will rank this pudding on? Okay, so we, we, we start another theme here. I'm going I'm, hard on them. Which I miss, like a like a. When we did like the Richter scale and things like that, but yeah, something that's a bit more um, charts. Okay, like um, a scale scale. I mean, not this week because you've not, you know. No, I have. I haven't prepared to no. that extent, but I have. I have got an idea. Okay. Okay, for this one. Yep. We're just going to rate it on the Simpsons. So not the episodes, not that. We're not going to get into that because I'll be hours. Yeah. The Simpsons is in the family. Yep. Just the five of them. Right. On the basis of who is more watchable. In okay. an episode. So, you know, you're going to get a character-heavy episode. Yeah. Maggie's at the bottom. Yeah, right, She's good. a baby. Good, yeah. Maggie is at the bottom because she doesn't do anything. Yeah, there's not much you can do. No. And who shot Mr. Burns is proof of that. She's no. not yeah. enough to carry an episode. No. It's not fu- It's not that funny. No. I'm putting Marge... Good. Because, again, she hasn't got as much going on with that. She needs to be the foil to the others. Yeah, there are some good episodes where Marge is like, do you know where she's altering the Chanel suit mm. that she gets to be yeah. the different occasions? Yeah. Uh, you know, so Marge has had some good show, uh, good shows, but the yeah, fact not that many. you can just pull one off the top of your head suggests how few there are. Yes, that's true. And that's correct, because they do get quite wearing. Yeah. The one where she's having the affair is funny, but... Yes, the bowling one. Yeah, with your shot. It's, it's not as funny as the episode where Homer's having the affair. Exactly. We've just had that one with, wait, <laughs> one with Mindy. 
do, 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 do. <laughs> the humour outside. See, Marge is an extra character. Yeah. <laughs> I do. I love the um, like the fact that Homer just starts crying. Like, now we've got to have sex. <laughs> we literally had that one on yesterday. Yeah, that's where we are. Um, then I'm going to put Lisa because Lisa's very polarizing. And I'm, I'm glad though that you put Lisa like you didn't just shit on Lisa because I I did I used to. It's so easy but going Lisa, back. Lisa's got some great episodes early on. Lisa's meant I think for a lot of the Simpsons audience. Yeah, Lisa's meant to needle you a bit because you're meant to. She's the foil. Yeah, she's Frylock in Aquatine Hunger Force. Yeah, she's you know the. They're not writing Lisa because they think you like Lisa. No, they're writing Lisa to kind of annoy you a bit yeah but also then it gives you a story and, and it gives you another character like, yeah no I, I don't mind Lisa early on a I lot think... of Lisa is a hard episode to watch sometimes but like you said the one with Paul and Linda actually yeah it's quite funny I think she gets a lot more soapboxy I think there's a few writers that use Lisa as mm. a soapbox in the and... same way that they use episodes of Family Guy and Brian yeah. just starts reciting the communist manifesto yeah yeah uh, yeah, and Lisa, is, as she gets as, as the Simpsons gets older and as the world falls apart, yeah, she does I get can a little remember bit more Lisa dry. being too much by the end. Like, the episode where Lady Gaga oh. comes to tell Lisa that she is beautiful, <sighs> yeah, yeah, pass, hard that's pass, hard pass. Then I'm going to put Bart again. He's he's really funny. You forget, like I think you're wrong. You're going to put Bart above home. I would put Bart above home. I think. Go on, go on. You you explain okay. yours. And then I'll explain I why the, I think the, Bart's the best. I think the problem sometimes with Bart is they do go in too hard on the... Not as much the cool bit, actually. I think that's still, that manages to be funny. It's like, when Bart gets a little bit soppy. Yeah, Bart's okay. quite hard to watch like that. Yeah. Yes, and okay. I, I, I want to be clear here. We're talking like Abigail and... Um, them. Them, in terms of the difference Homer between close. Homer and yeah. Bart. So, to me... The Go big on. thing with Bart is Bart is a cool dude. Mm. And Bart's cooler. Thought, you know when you were growing up looking back at it? Bart's even cooler. Bart's cooler as you grow Yeah, up. like I, I was going I was watching it and I was like, Oh, I bet I bet Bart's gonna be a bit annoying or I'm gonna side with Homer more, that kind of thing. And watching it back, I was like, no, Bart is the fu- Bart is one of the coolest fictional characters ever created. Yeah, he's just that's cool. Pretty fair. Like he's very cool. He is, and he's an, he's weirdly likable. You yeah. should really He's very, you should really very hate likeable. Bart. Yeah. But, but no. actually, he's kind of fun. He's a big time. And then Homer. I find Homer's very good in the seasons that I've watched so far. I think part of it is that I think Homer gets better episodes where he's the main hmm. character. And I think this cause there's a lot you can do with him. Yeah. You can do the well-meaning <clears throat> but dim dad. You can do the lazy and incompetent worker. There's a lot more because oh, he's older. He's done more shit. Yeah, he can do. He can go out. He can do stuff. Bart yes. and Lisa both rely on a grown-up figure being in the episode because they're still like ten. Well, and, and Homer, I don't know if he was originally supposed to be. I think Bart was probably the original, but Homer is the main character. Hmm. Like he and he looks funny. He sounds funny. He gets the best lines. So yeah, no, I'll give it to you. I'll hmm. I'll, I'll uh, bow to your choice there. I'm gonna uh, put these. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna put these as a bar because I fucking love millionaire shortbread. I love it in all its forms. I love it in milkshakes. I, you shut your fucking mouth. You're already putting your face. I bet you do your fat shit. That's why you're gonna lose a toe. Boy, that's the root cake, you fat shit. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna lose a foot. 
fucking millionaire shortbread. <laughs> Do you know what? If anything's going to take it. I, I would have put it in a Lisa because I feel like I was wrong about it. I, I've shat on it for years, never actually sampling high-quality millionaire shortbread. See, that's that pretty, certainly that's was. That's a pretty mature assertion. Yeah. That's a really Lisa assertion. There you go. I'm putting it as a Barbie for a similar kind of thing that I yeah. assumed that it yeah. would be too much. But no. But no, actually, it's just enough. It's However much good. you get, and actually, the more of the more millionaire shortbread it is, the more caramel it is and chocolate it is, the better. Yeah. And the cooler bar it is. The better. The better the episode. You don't want him being a bit weedy. and No, you want him to be cool as shit. Yeah, you want Bart to come out on top. You kind of do. Yeah. Like, he's probably the Simpson you root for the most. most. More yes. than Homer. Yeah, I think so. Just, I think Homer's... I think Homer starts to hit more... I'm probably leaning more towards Homer because we're of an age now where we aren't far off Homer. No. So a lot In of In size problems, or age. Yeah. I think Homer, oh, yeah. Fuck me. I, I tell you, now obviously, like, the figures are exaggerated, but, you know, the weight thing, where yeah. Homer's upset about his weight. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I'd like to get down to that weight. Yeah. I, I maintain I am bigger than Homer. I think Homer's quite a small dude. In he's height. Not a, yeah, he's not a. I would say that mountain. Homer's just your average 5'10. Same as me. Yeah, he's. he's How not... tall? I bet you can Google it. I bet his height has been measured somewhere. Probably. Oh, yeah, because some of them have worked it out relative to the... Is you know Homer. What? Simpsons fans, it's some like of them they've are worked out the, uh, He's six foot tall. He's six foot tall? Yeah. Okay. Shit. So you're well, a bit taller than him, then. <laughs> no. But uh, what am I? I'm 5'10". Uh, someone else has put uh, that he's 5'9". I've never seen him as a big man. Like, he's not... No, a... But then... Oh, okay. So Mythbusters have worked it out because mm. it's never been consistent this feels like a wombat poo kind of fact and they've said he's 5'11 okay that makes sense yeah because he's about the same size as Flanders and a poo looking at the picture yeah. and but none the... of them strike me as a big dude yeah so his driver's license says 6 foot but he is not which is <laughs> I, I was once measured and they said I was 5'11 but and I'm, you cling to that I'm, desperately. No, like, I'm definitely like a life five, ten. drifting off into the Pacific. No, I, do you know what? I quite like being 5'10 because a lot of people assume that I'm taller than I am and I'm actually the average height. Hmm. So that when I say that, it's like, no, you're short. I'm not tall. You're short. Hmm. Yeah. Not that I actually care. I, I, but you, you've just given us a little diatribe on how much you do care. I so. do care. Deep down. Right, let's fucking. We've got another podcast to yeah, uh, record. Let's get so, into... join us again next week for Pudding Boys. If you are into your heavy metal, also join us for the podcast Numbers of the Beast on Spotify. It will uh, spread its legs and have children. No, it will. Um... It probably will because you're going to need a Warhammer on at some point. Yeah, no, I will need to put it on other audio platforms, I'm sure. Uh, but yeah, if you like heavy metal and if you particularly like particularly, if you particularly like King Diamond, that's the current numbers of the beast. Or if topic. you really like us and value our opinion, yeah. Ciao, ciao, bella. I had a man and all the sort.